Sometimes you have a question on Chumash, and no matter how many answers you see, you're still left desiring more. And I have the following question, not my personal question, but it definitely bothers me. The question is like this. We know from this week's parasha, and it's actually found in today's daf as well, Yuma daf Yates, that a kayan had to be shalom. He had to be physically complete, physically fit to serve in the base of Middash. If he had a mum, if he had a blemish, he cannot serve in the base of Middash. Today's daf actually describes that every day they would have their weigh-in. They would basically be inspected by the master kayan, and he would make sure that they did not have a mum. And it's bothersome because we're not dealing with a beauty pageant here, and just the opposite. The least physical thing that you would assume would be serving God, specifically serving God, lefnai v'lefnim, going into the Beis HaMikdash. That is the most panemius, internal, spiritual, holy action we do, is serving God. So why specifically, by a kain or by a kain, he has, his body can't have a blemish? Who cares about his body? We're not dealing with, you know, the NFL combine here, trying to figure out how much he could bench press. Who cares? Why do we care if he has a mum? So there's various answers. I'm going to bring down four answers found in the Mepharshim, and I think each one has its own lesson that we can take in life. Number one, which is found in the Rambam and the Chinuch, is that if the, if the Kahanim were able to serve in the base of Middash and they had a mum, so then people would come to the base of Middash and they would get turned off. They're thinking they're coming into this beautiful place and they bump into, you know, this Kayin who unfortunately was born with uh, physical constrictions. So they would say, this is Beis HaMikdash. And they would walk away. They wouldn't feel attracted or excited to come to the Beis HaMikdash. And that's reason of itself why these people should not be placed in front and center. You have a similar Gemara. The Gemara tells us, based on the Pasuk of Tvash V'chalav Tachas L'Shaynech, that if a person has a Dvar Torah and it's, it's, uh, it's sweet, it's going to be accepted by the people, then you should say it. But if your Dvar Torah, your speech, is not going to be accepted by the people, meaning it's not, it's not going to be exciting, you better keeping quiet. And there's this concept of we want Yiddish guy to be a, a turn on, not a turn off. And we have to find ways that Yiddish guy should be exciting and not to give people the bad taste. I'm actually saying this is the reason why there's a there's an issue of tircha de tzibur. You, you don't want people coming to shul and feeling like that this is what I'm coming for. It ends up being a turnoff. So that is answer number one. Answer number two is that the the kain. We actually have this in the daf. The kain had to be everything. The kain gadol was someone that everybody would look up to. And not just the Kohen Gadol, the Kahana themselves. They were the role models for the people. And everyone should be able to identify them and say, I want to be like them. I want to be like Mike. I want to be like that Kohen. So if unfortunately they had some mum, they had blemishes in their body, people would not say, I want to look like them. I want to be like them. So this is really based on Rav Hirsch. And Rav Hirsch says that's why a Kohen could not have a mum. If you look in the halachas of Kain Gadol, he had to actually had to be wealthy and strong and smart. He was the ultimate role model. And we didn't want anyone to say, I don't want to be like him because I don't want to live a life where I don't have any money. I don't want to live a life where I'm weak. So you want to have the most physical, capable person who's also a tamachacham and wealthy. He was the, uh, the Kain Gadol. Another reason brought down is that typically when people are born 
with physical disabilities. So it's natural for them, we're not judging them, but it's natural for them to complain, to kvetch ta'kadosh baruch that why did you create me like this and everyone else is such. And because of that natural relationship this person will have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they will not be the best person to serve in the base of Mekdash. Because we want people that are 100% positive, have that positive relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Again, it's a general pshat, but this is another pshat I saw. And one more, based on Kabbalah, is that in order for the Shechina to be Shaira in the base of Middash, the, the Shafa and Bracha only comes down when the Kali, when the utensils, the physical things are Shalim, they're complete. And if the, there's something wrong with the Kalim, so then the Shafa is not going to come. If you look in the Lubavitch as far, they're very into this as far as a person has to be neat in life, your, you know, your car has to be a certain way, your house has to look a certain way. If you want the Shafa to come, you have to maximize and 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 be good at Olam Haza as well. You can't just be a fully spiritual person and assume the Shafa is going to come to you. So there's another, this is also brought down, that a person has to be a klishalim. Many um, communities, by the Hasidim, they're very into this, that you have good food, not just for the food itself, but when, when the gashmis is taken care of, then it allows the... Ruchnius to kick in. This is found in the Svarim that discuss Shabbos, Einik Shabbos. So these are four pshatim I found on this question. But I still think it's an outstanding question. Maybe ask your uh, your family why, in the base Hamidish itself, the ultimate spiritual, non-physical place. You would think that even if someone has a mum, they could serve. Why do we disqualify the kain with a mum?